folks and welcome to the 60th edition of I Bleed Pinstripes. I'm your host Sumo. I'm uh, coming to you live actually from my breakfast nook. Uh, as my sweet little boy is sleeping, I'm staying upstairs. I didn't want to bring the, uh, I didn't want to go to the basement. I didn't want to go two flights if I had to. So I only have to go one flight right now. Anyway, uh, hell of a month. I will recap that in a second. Uh, as you know, I'd like to uh, start off the show with uh, corresponding uh, number. So this is episode 60, and then we want to go find out who are the men who wore number 60 for the Yankees. A short list. Uh, some great names on here. Some of you know uh, the number was an issue until 1966, by, and it was issued to Stan Bonson, uh, Hippolito Pena in 1988, John Habian in 1990, Darren Chapin 1991, J.T. Snow who would go on to be a very good ball player with the San Francisco Giants, 92. Tim McIntosh, 1996. Mike Lowell, we all remember him, played for the Marlins, won, a, I think, a World Series with the Marlins and the Red Sox. Uh, he wore it in 1998. Craig Dingman, he wore it in 2000. Nick Johnson, 2001, I believe he's the uh, godson to Lou Pinella. Brandon Clausen, 2003. Eric Lamonte, 2003. Sam Mazaronic, 2004. Felix Escalona, 2004. Will Nieves, 2005. Jose Veras, 2007. Ross Oldenhoff, 2007. Kevin Russo, 2010. Brandon Laird, 2011. Chris Dickerson, 2012. Melky Mesa. Amazing the Yankees have had two Melkies. Uh, 2013, and David Huff, the last Yankee to wear it, 2013. Uh, pretty surprised that nobody's got it right now. Anyway, uh, great, great month for the Yankees, and uh, since we last talked uh, after the Red Sox series, you know, I could have seen the Yankees losing the series. The Orioles have given them a lot of guff over the last couple of years. Um, but the Yankees really, <laughs> great weekend. I mean, they lost yesterday, a tough loss. Uh, was it 7-4? to four? They came back in the ninth on a Didi Gregorius uh, two-run single. And, you know, there, was, there are some people who would complain, oh, you know, we blew that game. But we had no business winning Friday night's game, which was epic. Yankees down 9-1, 11-4, tie it up 11-11, and then go on to win it on a walk-off three-run home run by Matt Holliday. Uh, just a phenomenal game, and uh, you know this Yankee team to compare it to last year. You know, really no offense last year, 
and this year they can they can get. I mean, they got back in this game because of home runs. I think between Friday night and Saturday, which they won twelve to four. Again, I, I like that showing. You know, they get back from Boston, they get back late, and they still win. You know, they come back and win, and then hey, you know, night game, a day game after a night game. Again, they could have uh, sort of phoned it in. They didn't. They come out early. They're up five nothing early. They win that ball game twelve to four. Anytime. Orioles made it a little close. The Yankees would score a couple more runs. Uh, I think they had nine, yeah, like I said, nine home runs in two days. Uh, and that's going to get you back in the ball games. You know, it was really the uh, the Yankees said, you know, once, because uh, Judge had two home runs on the Friday night, and once they said they hit one of those to second home run uh, that they felt like, oh, we're back in this game. And I even thought that, obviously, the grand slam that brought them to 11-8 by Jacoby Ellsbury was huge because uh, it made it really a ball game. And then, was it bottom of the ninth? Uh, Starling Castro, who's been fantastic, two-run home run uh, to tie it up. Uh, and the Yankees are, uh, you know, they're flying right now. They're 15-8. and eight. Uh, I want to say they have the best record in baseball. They're tied for first. So tied for the best record in baseball. I think the Nats are close there too. Uh, but really a great game. I'm still going crazy about it. Uh, still, you know, that was a really great feeling to watch your team come back like that. Uh, and it's a, it can be a defining moment for the rest of the season. And I think even though they lost the game yesterday, it proves that this team is never out of a game. And I, again, I feel like the Yankees have not been out of too many games this year. If not, you know, maybe one game they got blown out. But pretty much they've been in every game. You know, and uh, the only, uh, I would say, negative that came out of Friday was CC was okay. You know, he was not great. Uh, and then, you know, Pineda, I thought was, you know, got the win, was solid on, you know, Pineda, you know, I feel like in years past he would have lost that game. He would have given up a couple of home runs, but he did not give up a home run for the first time this year in a game. I think he pitched six innings, five and a third, six and a third, whatever it was, but he kept them in the ball game, you know, yeah, they won 12 to four, but he kept them in the ball game. Uh, and maybe that's a little bit of maturity there. He didn't have his best stuff. Uh, Montgomery, uh, he went five innings yesterday, three runs, didn't have his best. But, you know, again, kept you in the game. And that's all you want from your starters. Keep us in the game. And uh, that's all you can ask for. Uh, you know, Yankees started off one and four. They're 14 and four. You'll take that every time, you know. Um, judges got 10 home runs. I think... Not having Gary Sanchez, judges really stepped up, and people have kind of, in a way, they just keep saying that, hey, we don't have Gary Sanchez, but you know what? We've got Aaron Judge, who looks like he, you know, all around. To think that there was a moment when we didn't think that he would even be up on this team. That Aaron Hicks would be the everyday right field. And hey, credit to Aaron Hicks, he's done a great job filling in here and there. Uh, you know, Gardner got off the pine this weekend, uh, had a two home run game on Saturday. Four RBIs. Uh, Romine on that Saturday game, five RBIs. So, you know, the guys who have filling in have been great. And now when you get these, you know, DDs back. So now Romine, uh, sorry, Romine, uh, Torres can fill in anywhere on the field, you know, pretty much. Well, I think he can fill anywhere in the infield except for maybe first base in an emergency. But we have Brian Mitchell. So Brian Mitchell can go fill in at first base. Uh, that was pretty interesting yesterday. But I like I like that move. It was a uh, thinking out of the box, I thought. People always say, and I've said, you know, that uh, 
Girardi can be a little bit too by the book, and I thought there was really a great move that he did on his part. It was a very nationally kind of move. It wasn't a double switch, but it was just, you know, he was running out of pitchers, and he thought, hey, if we go to the 11th inning, I'm going to need a guy. You know, Mitchell pitched the 9th, uh, came out in the 10th as a first baseman, uh, actually dropped the ball and then caught a ball, and then brought him back in the 11th and got the loss, unfortunately. Uh, but it was out of the box, and I like that. You know, it's not. I don't feel like Girardi does that enough, and I think he seems to be a better manager with younger guys. I think you know I, he's done a great job. The guys won a World Series. Uh, we're very hard on him. You know, uh, I think it's because of Tori. Tori did things. He was so easy with the media. He was so easy with players. And I think Girardi, you know, and I think Girardi's, you know, he handles things very well, but, you know, you can see he's a little uncomfortable sometimes, but, you know, the guy's been here since uh, 2008. That's pretty amazing. Uh, 2008? 2009? No, I think he's here 2008. Maybe, yeah, 2008. So, I mean, he's been here for 10 years. It's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, growing up, I mean, the Yankees went through like 15, 17 managers in like a 16-year period. So, when you think about it, since 1993, the Yankees have had three managers. Buck Showalter, Joe Torre, and now Joe Girardi. That's amazing. <laughs> I would have signed up for... I'll always sign up for that. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, the Yankees bench now. You know, when Sanchez comes back, hopefully next week in Chicago, and the Yankees go to Chicago, which will be a fun series to watch, um, they are at full... They'll be at full strength, and... That's you know their bench is very good and uh, that's that's what makes a team. You need to have twenty five, if not forty guys. That's why there are forty man. You know there is a forty man roster because you're going to go through those things. Look at you know look what the Mets are going through. You know you can never have enough pitching and the Mets who everybody thought and who everybody knows has some of the best pitching in baseball one through five and you know they're on like their eighth or ninth starter already and it's just the first of the month. And how lucky are we right now that we are not Mets fans or because they are, I mean, the Mets do not handle things very well right now and they've had a really tough week. I mean, when's the last time your team won two out of three against the first place team, but yet after that loss yesterday of 23 to five, you feel like you lost three out of four. Um, Mets are just, you know, that's a, that's a high wire act over there and. You know, I'm I'm always been I I have nothing against the Mets. I never root against the Mets unless they're playing the Yankees. Uh, but you know, I hope they can turn it around. Mets fans deserve a sustained, um, a sustained success. If you look at their history, the Mets have not really had like I don't think they've had like five years of like just winning. I could be wrong, but I don't think they've had like a five year period where they just where they won every year. We'll have to look at that. Also, a correction from last episode. I had, uh, where is it? I, I think I mentioned that uh, you know how the Orioles doing it with their pitching, and I said Gaussman uh, and uh, Ibaldo Jimenez, and then I go look at the records, and it's like no, those were not the guys. Gaussman has been sucky, <laughs> but Dylan Bundy has been very good. That's who I meant to say, and Wade Miley has been very good. So, but you can see with that offense of theirs, you know, they can score. But the Yankees really, you know, held them down. You know, yeah, yesterday they gave up seven runs, but the Yankees did a good job with them. Actually, I, I, I misspoke. <laughs> I misspoke. We did give up 11 runs the other night. So, I mean, Manny Machado hit a bomb 
you know, to center field, 470 feet. Love that guy. I, I love third baseman and Manny Machado, one of my favorite players. He's on my fantasy team too. So uh, it's always weird. You know, I've got actually like three guys on the Orioles on my fantasy team. I got Shoop. I got Adam Jones, uh, and I got Machado. So it's kind of, I won't say that it's hard. At the end of the day, I always, I'm always, i always going to want my Yankees to win. There's only one time I didn't want the Yankees, that I didn't care if the Yankees won or lost, and that was uh, when I saw the Yankees play in Wrigley, I want to say 2003, 2004. It was the first time the Yankees were there since like the 39, 36 World Series. And I was sitting there, Sunday night baseball, and I... I was like, this is amazing. You know, both teams still wearing the same uniforms that they did in the 30s. And to be in that ballpark was it was a special night. And I really didn't care. And the Yankees did lose. I think they lost like 8-7 to seven that night. Walk-off home run or walk-off base hit. But I was just, I lived right down the block. And it was just a perfect night. And, you know, my buddy was in town. Great weekend. Um, it was the weekend that uh, Clemens was going for 300. So that was that Friday. But it was just, you know, to have the Yankees like right around the corner from you when you live in another town is just amazing. And I remember at the end of that year, you know, Yankees got to that 2003 World Series and, I, and the Cubs were like there. They were going to be there. And it was good. I was like, I'm going to go see the World Series in Chicago at Wrigley Field. It's going to be something. And obviously uh, Bartman happened and uh, the Cubs didn't make it. Uh, so, you know, what are you going to do? And then the Yankees lose to the Marlins in a, you know, a World Series that you just want to forget. I remember being at a wedding that game six, and I was like, oh, the Yankees are going to win this. They're not going to lose. And then I think Beckett threw, like, well, I don't know, two-hitter. Yankees lost, like, 2 nothing, And I was just, like, so disgusted when I heard the score. And I think I went home that night, and I watched that game because I didn't believe what people were telling me. And But I just had to watch it. You know, you can't just – it was the World Series. But I had to go to the wedding – but I had to watch the World Series. You know, it's Game Six of the World Series, so that was uh, one of the. I hate that World Series. I just hate that World Series. You know, David Wells. Oh man, there's just so many things about that World Series that just pisses you off. The Yankees could have had a three-one lead in that series, and then they blew it. But what are you going to do? We've had a lot of success. Things have been really good for us. We can't really complain. You know, I can't really complain. The Yankees have given me everything that I've ever wanted as a fan. Um, you know, World Series wins, uh, no hitters, perfect games. You know, you can't ask for anything more. Um, and now it just feels like things are starting anew with these young kids. And it just, you know, that's fun. It's fun to watch Aaron Judge right now. Like every bat, you're like right on him. And he's become such a better hitter. And, you know, at every level, from what I've read about him, he's gotten, he's always gotten off to a tough start. Uh, but he's always adjusted, and obviously, a really tough time at the uh, coming up last year. Obviously, not his first at bat because he had hit back-to-back home runs with Tyler Austin. But after that, he had to adjust, and he's done a fantastic job. And can't ask for anything more from him. And again, you know, it's the Yankees. I don't even feel like they're firing on all cylinders right now. They they can do more. Uh, Ellsbury's been okay. You know, you look at his numbers and they're fine. I just traded him in my fantasy league, so that's how much I think about him. Uh, but I needed pitching. I had to go go. For, I had to go for pitching. Um, and then you look at uh, you're hoping that um, uh, man Gardner gets his act together. Uh, I just wish he would cut down. I think I feel like he strikes out too much. And uh, I'm just hoping that uh, he has turned the corner. 
like I said, big day on uh, Saturday. Uh, started the game off with a home run and then had a, I believe, a two or three run home run. So I had four RBIs that game. And uh, so we hope he's back and hope he's playing at a, a high level. Um, hey, we, I didn't even talk about Didi. Didi's back and I think he's like six for six for 12, seven for 12. The guy's been great, great defensively. Uh, sometimes you think you're like, what a transition it was. You know, We've, I think everybody thought it was going to be really rough, you know, going from Jeter to Didi, but it has been a smooth transition and you can't really ask for anything more. Well, I think that's it. I mean, uh, the only thing I would probably say is I was like, oh, let me, you know, we haven't talked about, I mean, it's been the first month of baseball. It's been a great beginning month. Uh, where is it? What am I looking for? I had it up. The divisions, the Yankees. And like I said, the Yankees and the Orioles, 15 and eight, they're up two and a half on the Orioles. I think the big number to look at, and I always look at it, is the run differential. Yankees are plus 43. That's amazing to start the season. I think there's one team that's got a little more on them, and that's the Nats. The Nats are, and the Nats are is right. They are 17 and eight. They have a great record, a couple percentage points above the Yankees and the Orioles. Actually, not a couple, like about 28. So they got two more victory, two more games on them, but uh, they've played great. Uh, like I said, the Sox are not far behind. And look at Tampa. You know, say what you want about Tampa. They always stay about 500. They had a bad season last year, but much respect for Tampa. The Blue Jays who come into town for the next three days, 8 and 17. So you want to see the Yankees beat up on them and uh, put them farther in the rearview mirror. Uh, the Indians, who everybody thought would win this division, are 14 and 10. And look at the Royals, 7 and 16. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, and the Twins, who got off to a good start, 12 and 11, they're coming back to earth. The White Sox have played good ball, 13 and 10. And the Tigers at 500, uh, they should be better than that. And hey, look at the Astros, 16 and 9, really playing up to expectations. And it's their division. And, and I feel sorry because I, I, I've always been a fan of the Mariners, uh, but 11, 11 and 15. And look at the Rangers, 11 and 14. So a lot of weird things going on, I think. Um, National League, uh, I mean, the Rockies and Diamondbacks, who would have thought that? Um, and again, like I said, I'm a big run differential guy. Uh, the Rockies are 16 and 10, the Diamondbacks 16 and 11, Dodgers 14 and 12, but the Rockies are minus six differential, and yet they are uh, 16 and 10. So they are doing it with mirrors right now. The Giants 9 and 17. They are three and seven, and they're they are minus thirty three. So they they've got a lot of they need a lot of help. Obviously, Madison Bumgarner out for a little while. Uh, I think he was uh, riding a BMX bike and got hurt. So oof, that's not good. The Cubs, who hey first place, thirteen and eleven. You know they've got you know they're plus eighteen. I think they all go on a huge streak. They're such a good team. But the Cardinals, the Brewers, and the Pirates, you know, everybody hanging around there. I feel like a lot of teams kind of hanging around. Should be a great baseball season. I feel like it's already a great baseball season. Excuse me. I feel like it's been a great baseball season. The Mets, 10 and 14, six and a half back. They better start playing some better baseball or they're going to, you know, I just feel like when it comes to the Mets, they, you know, because their fans will get on them. Um and the Nats, I just feel like, are destined, you know, Nats, Cubs, I feel like those two teams are destined to meet in the NLCS. We'll see about the American League. I feel like, the, you know, it could be the Astros' year. Obviously, I want the Yankees to get there. 
but I see the Astros as you know being a very formidable team this year. Anyway, guys, it's been great, and uh, yeah, we will talk soon. Do me a favor, uh, rate us on iTunes. Um, leave me messages on Facebook or on Twitter. Google I Bleed Pinstripes, you can find us. Uh, and tell me how I'm doing. It's, that, that would be nice. I really like doing this. Uh, and uh, the feedback is good because sometimes I don't really know how I'm doing. And uh, now that I actually have to listen back to these, I don't think I always listen back to what I was recording because I don't really like listening to my own voice sometimes. So you uh, let me know. Uh, anyway, I hope everybody's doing well and I will talk to you soon. Bye.